Today I'd like to talk about American Sign Language Interpreters, the church here, and what music in hell is like. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. So today I want to reflect a little bit about something that happened in worship this past weekend and sort of tease out a couple of maybe lessons for us or thoughts about it, including maybe a question for you. Um, and th you won't be able to find this on our, our live stream. Uh, we live stream our 930 service. This is something that happened at our uh, third service on Sunday morning, our 1045 our contemporary service. And yesterday, we're taping this on Monday, the 6th of February. Yesterday, we had the great privilege of, of having First Communion for our young people. And so that was a fabulous celebration. Uh, one of the families who was with us had a member who is uh, hearing impaired. And so they asked if we could have an ASL uh, interpreter, uh, American Sign Language interpreter, which we have done in the past sometimes, but it's been a long time. And uh, as we were worshiping, uh, this woman uh, who was doing the interpreting uh, was, of course, just following along the service. And I, I don't do sign language. Our daughter, Sarah, is nonverbal, so I know very, very rudimentary things, but nothing that would approach being um, having a facility in the language. But as I watched her um, communicate the words of the prayers and the sermon and the hymns and the, the special music, I was actually deeply touched by how powerful it was to uh, experience the communication uh, of what we were doing through a different language, I guess I would call it, um, to the point even a couple of times during worship of being moved to tears. After worship, I spoke with some people, uh, including uh, one of our staff people who stays in touch with folks on, on Sunday mornings, who said, boy, we got a lot of feedback about having that interpreter there, positive feedback. People, again, like me, were deeply touched by it and felt that it added some, uh, some richness to worship. Um, so... I wanted just to name that because it's fresh on my mind, and then I wanted to just, again, tease out a couple of thoughts uh, which have to do with our worship life together. And maybe that's one category, and the other is, is reading the Bible. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll preface both of those with a, a quote, and I can't find this right now. If someone knows where, who said this, I think it was a composer somewhere. Um, I would love to be reminded of who said it and what the context was. But I think the quote was something like, again, from a composer, music in hell is either uh, has no surprises or is all surprises, right? So there's no uh, continuity. It's either just something totally new all the time, so you can't get comfortable with it, or it's completely the same thing and as a result is boring. The point is, uh, music that engages us has both of those things. It has a sense of, of a theme, let's say, that's being developed or, or a framework, uh, you know, a set of keys or whatever that is, is similar, that keeps your attention. But every once in a while, there's something unexpected, right, that catches your attention and brings the whole thing to life. In our liturgical worship, this is a Lutheran church that I serve, one of the strengths of it, I think, is that continuity, whether you're talking about um, any given Sunday, there's a, a structure to our worship service, to the liturgy, um, which is very similar from week to week. But that, that continuity, that framework gives us a chance 
to make changes so that when those changes happen, people will say, oh, that's something new, that's something different, and it, it catches our attention, uh, like having the ASL interpreter yesterday. The same thing is true in our tradition in terms of the church year. Forget about every single Sunday. Our church year uh, has seasons, and by the way, we are approaching the season of Lent now, and if you want to learn more about that, I'll talk about that in a future episode. Uh, you can see what we're doing at spdlc.org slash Lent 2023. Uh, and so we move through the seasons of the church year. We've done a couple of episodes about that. Maybe we'll link to one or two of those. And again, what that does is it provides a sense of continuity and difference. And I remember years ago, one of our young children came into the uh, the sanctuary on a Monday or Tuesday, I think it was, and we had changed the pyramids, the colors on the altar and the, the pulpit, uh, the colors that the pastors wear. And that's one of the ways we signal the changes of the seasons. And as a young child, he walked into the sanctuary and said, oh, it's different. And again, I think that's one of the strengths of this particular tradition or other liturgical traditions is that we're able to um, have continuity and difference both. Okay, so that's a little bit about our worship life. The Bible thing I was going to mention um, related to this is <clears throat> I do think many verses we've heard so many times that we sort of become numb to them. And one of the verses that that happens with is the Beatitudes. We actually read it a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago in worship. And one of the things I mentioned is that uh, some translations, rather than say blessed are, will use the word honored are. And maybe we'll link to that sermon in case you want to hear my full sort of um, exposition of that. Uh, in the same way, um, our good old friend, Frederick Beekner talks about um, the Beatitudes, and he's talking about ways to make the Bible come to life. And he says, read it, read it in another language. If you have even the slimmest facility with another language, read the Bible in that language. And as it relates to the Beatitudes, he says, for example, if you translate it or read a French translation, um, blessed are the meek is often translated, when it translated from French back to English, to blessed are the debonair, right? And so again, as he says, um, doors fly open, bells ring out, because it is something different, right? So I guess I want to leave us today with uh, two thoughts. One is a question for you. Are there moments where you have experienced something related to faith that that stood out for you, where door or bells rang out or doors flew open and you thought, oh, that's what that means, because it was something uh, surprising, unexpected, right? That's one thing, the question. And if you if you have an answer to that, please respond below. The other, I guess, is an invitation. And maybe this is, um, maybe I'm stating the obvious. I don't talk about this honestly uh, most of the time, even though I'm a pastor. But it strikes me that we only experience that difference in familiarity, I guess I would call it, if there's something familiar that is a part of the pattern and rhythm of our life, right? Part of the reason this ASL interpreter was so powerful this past weekend is that we don't usually have that, and everyone who is in church, or most of the people in church, are there week in and week out. And so it called out to us as something different. They only knew that because they're there most weeks for worship. So I guess my invitation to you is 
find a place that you can call home as a church. If you're in this area, you are, of course, most welcome to St. Philip Deacon. But if you have another church you're interested in this area, great. If you live further away and there's a church you're interested, great. My strong conviction is that as human beings, we need um, a framework for our life to move through the time of our life. Uh, And when we create that framework, one of the great sort of um, unexpected surprises that results from it is that every once in a while, within that framework, something changes. Something is different, and it helps us, I believe, to see more fully the presence of God in our lives. So that's my thought for today. I would, as always, love to know if that makes sense to you, if you have questions about that. If it doesn't make sense, please let me know that as well. I'm still getting used to this new mic. Um, Thanks for the comments about it, uh, by the way. And again, by the time you see this, you will likely, we will likely already have had the Faith in Life event with David Robeson, which I mentioned last week. Uh, if you didn't have a chance to view that in real time, I invite you to find it online. We'll maybe provide a link to that. And then very soon, hopefully, we'll have the interview with him showing up on this channel as well. So thanks for being with me. As always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.